Hey, welcome back to another episode of Hero Talk, the mostly weekly podcast from Ruder Hero Plumbing and Air. I'm your host, David, and with me is the founder of Ruder Hero Plumbing and Air and friend of the show, John Akoyan. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? Pretty good. Awesome. Uh, we just finished our weekly book club, and now we're doing this. So I'm I'm excited for this because this is number five of the Values First um, series that we're doing, and we're on the last one. We're on teamwork. Yep. So let's uh, let's just dive in. We've already covered uh, faith, integrity, respect, and service, leaving the T of first. Yeah, so. teamwork is a big one. I mean, yeah. you know, it. If you want to accomplish anything, you know, that's that's huge. It has to be done with a team. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that saying. You know, if you want to go fast, go alone, and if you want to go far, go with the team. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're all at Hero Land. We're, you know, we're going far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we may not going. We may not be going fast, but we are going far. Yeah. And um, so it requires a team. No, 100%. 100%. So uh, the value goes on to say, we know there is power in teamwork and are all pushing in the same direction, uh, which creates positive results for all. So on that, part of, uh, part of teamwork is the team and getting the right members on the team. Right. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, and you have to believe that there is power in teamwork because, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't believe in power and teamwork because, you know, they just want to do things right. They want to do things perfectly. They want to mm-hmm. do things fast and yeah. and they just want to get it done. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, no. But we think there is a lot of power in teamwork. And mm-hmm. when you work with other people, you can actually do more. No, 100%. Hundred uh, percent. There's a lot of people out there that want to be lone wolves and, you know, the uh, do everything themselves and not only do everything themselves but get all the credit for yeah. it. Right. The the thing is about lone wolves is, you don't see many of those in nature. Um, lone wolves usually end up starving to death, so because they're a pack animal, right? Right. So, which is weird that people want to be. A lone wolf and classify themselves as that when the team dynamic is so much more powerful than a single contributor absolutely right yeah you, you can do so much more within a team than by yourself so I don't know the uh, now how do we ensure that we're getting the right people on the team well I mean I don't think there's a foolproof plan of no. you know getting the right people you know, sometimes people do a really good job of, you know, just uh, portraying something more than who they are, mm-hmm. you know, especially in interviews. And I've I've dealt with it. I mean, I recently hired a, a, a person for a position and um, found out that it wasn't, you know, like whatever the person said and what they did was completely different. Mm-hmm. And in a short period of time, I think it was like roughly about 30 days the person wasn't here anymore you know I'm I think it's just knowing and being able to you know like um, you're gonna get the wrong team members come in that don't feel fit the culture right. and not that the person was a bad person it just mm-hmm. that what we were looking for was not exactly that and right. he made it look like it was exactly 
that, which was, you know, the wrong thing to do, but whatever. But, um, you know, it's just finding that person that fits the culture that you've built. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. um, and then, and then, then you'll be pushing all in the right direction. I think you can't push in the right direction unless you find cultural fits in right. the organization. Once you do, then everybody can start trusting each other and you can start pushing mm-hmm. more in the, in, in, in the same direction. Right, right. And there's a old saying, I don't know who said it, it's that old, but you can teach skills, right? You can teach procedures, you can teach policies, right? You can't teach attitude and you can't teach uh, the inner stuff, right? The stuff that makes you be good on a team, yeah. right? You can find someone who's a great cultural fit and then you can mold them and build them up through it. Now, sometimes there's not that opportunity because you need someone right away, right? And that's where the old uh, old adage of hiring slow and firing fast. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I had a phone ringing there for a minute. That's all right. I think uh, one of the episodes I recorded with Kat, like, you can hear me typing when I was looking something up. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's all right. Uh, we just keep it real here. Yeah. So, well, it was a customer hotline, so I'm sure I'll find out with it. <laughs> it's gonna auto dictate. So, all right, all right, definitely. So, but yeah, um, the hiring slow, firing fast, right? So you hire someone in, you want to do your, you want to do your homework on it, you know, interview. An interview should last for more than five minutes. Yeah. Right. Um, Usually, if they last five minutes, it's not a good interview. No. So, but and then, you know, you bring them on, give them a shot, and then if they're not working out, it's better just to cut the cord. Yeah, I mean, I I when I'm hiring for a position, I'm not the only one that interviews them. I have like my team interview them, right? Because there could be something I missed that they didn't, and right. you know, whoever they interact with to interview them, and and um, you know. Even doing that, I mean, you know, you're still going to end up hiring the wrong people oh, yeah. that don't fit the culture. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having more people, you know, in that interview and then having that person go through multiple areas, I think mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, makes it, you know, makes it a little, a little better chance that it's going to work out. Right. Not a whole lot, but it does make it a bit. Right. And then doing the, uh, you know, what we do here is we do the DISC and we do the Kobe Mm-hmm. We used to do the culture index, and you know we've yep. had several other ones that we used to do, uh, but also doing those also makes a difference. I think mm-hmm. you know, seeing yep. how the person, you know, like what motivates them, what their strengths are, and to match it with the job too. Right, right, yeah. You should always hire the person for the job, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, same thing in like contact center and other departments. It's uh, we have a we have a screening interview where we call the person and we can even tell by how their voicemail is set up, mm-hmm. right? If we should bring them in for a physical interview or how they answer the phone. Right. If they answer the phone with like, yeah, or anything like that, like one word other than hello, um, then probably not bring them in, right? Yeah. We send them the disc um, and then during the sit-down interview, there's usually two of us in there. One of, one of us is incredibly quiet and the other one's doing all the talking. So the person who isn't talking is listening. Is observing. And yeah. observing. And yeah. that way we can tell 
who's going to be a good fit. Yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, it's a good way of doing it, and uh, we found that our success happens when we do that process as opposed to just one of us interviewing. Right. Because we're easily impressed. So, oh yeah, I like everybody. <laughs> I do too. I do too. It uh, goes with the territory, but it's like, and then they get in, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're not who I talk to. I remember one thing I used to do since we're you know talking about interviewing and, mm-hmm. and stuff that. When I was um, hiring for technicians, you know, when I was running the centers, when I was running a center, the one mm-hmm. in, in um, gosh, I think it was in Pacoima or something, or mm. um, over on Arroyo Street. <laughs> so I used to walk the po- the person out to their car, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of take a look at how their car was, you know, mm-hmm. if they kept it clean, if it was clutter-free and all that, yeah. because that would tell me a lot about how they're going to take care of the van that I'm, I'm about to assign them and right. how they're going to, you know, leave a customer's house, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I wasn't always typically looking for a washed car because I know things happen. And, right. But I right. was looking more for, like, a bunch of clutter everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, like on a, the seats and on like the... Like fast food wrappers on the floors. And, exactly. Yeah. Like, things like that, you know, so... Yeah. It's a, it's a good, good thing to look out for. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's cool. Um, I've heard something similar um, from a podcast I listened to a few weeks ago, who said more or less the same thing. Maybe not about the, uh, maybe not about the car, but when they had Zoom interviews, yeah. they look behind and see if like the space they were in was like you know cluttered up behind them and stuff like that. Right. So, right. but no, that's cool. Um, so, and they're all pushing in the same direction, right? So. And which creates positive results for all, which is true. If everyone's pushing in the same direction, we're all going to go to the same place, right, with the same destination in mind. Right. So, but with uh, with team, um, teamwork, I, I'm sure you've heard the stats about engaged and disengaged employees. Yes. Right? So, and then there's that medium one that are just there, right? Yeah. So, um, now, what's the... In your opinion, what's the best way to maybe have some team building activities to take those eh, mildly engaged or even the disengaged, not the actively disengaged, because you should get rid of them, but the disengaged or the medium engaged people to become part of the whole, right? So team building, what's your take on that? I think team building is great, you know, to talk about the mildly or, or the totally disengaged you know, we have a word for that here at uh, Hero Land. It's called uh, quit. Um, what was it called? Quit, oh. but not, uh, but has oh, decided to stay. Yeah, quit, right? but quit, but haven't left yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, somebody that actually mentally has quit, mm-hmm. uh, but they decided physically to stay. Yeah, you know, which means that they're really not doing anything, and they're just here just right. to right. be here. Um, and I, I think when you have people that have quit. But decided to stay you got to help them make the decision quickly mm-hmm. because the reason why they're not making the decision to leave is because of fear right you know they just don't know what else is out there or how good or bad it could be mm-hmm. but it's not fair to those people to you right. know quit and you know decide to stay because they're really unhappy and mm-hmm. it's like being in a really bad relationship yeah you know yeah. for for all the wrong reasons right right you know right um 
So, I mean, I think that's the important thing is, is as soon as you can get those people out and get them to a place where they're going to succeed, mm -hmm. the better off they're going to be and you're right. going to help them. You're going to do a favor for them. You're going to help right. them. Right. Uh, and teamwork, I mean, I think pushing in the same direction is doing things together. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, personally, I try to bring everybody together at least once a month. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and whenever they do come together, a lot of times I like to like invite everybody to dinner the day before um, just to hang out, right? Yeah. Because I think just like being together and hanging out mm -hmm. makes a big difference yeah. outside of work. And we've done that for several years, uh, even to the point where we've done offsites as well, mm -hmm. uh, meaning that every quarter we would pick somebody's shop to go to and then we would all travel there, right. you know, let that person, you know, give us a you know, tour of the place and then tell us all the great things they do and then get everybody to see it. Mm -hmm. I think it makes a huge difference. You know, we've yes. been doing that for several years uh, since inception from mm -hmm. what I remember. And I think doing those events together, like the team building and then like next month uh, or the month after next, uh, you know, we have our annual champions uh, trip mm -hmm. that we're doing. And I really get a lot from that as well. I mean, I get to uh, see and meet, you know, the wives of people that have, you know, that, you know, that were part of the Champions Club. They keep coming back. They, right. And we hang out. We have dinners together. And it's just a really magical moment. I think it's, you know, beyond building the team within, also, you know, allowing some family members and mm -hmm. their significant others to come participate, I think, makes a big difference. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. And seeing people in uh, out-of-a-work environment, yeah. right, is illuminating on the character now i was listening to a podcast from bedros Kulian, i believe his last name is um he's the ceo of fit body boot camp and everything else yeah and i think you sent me one of his podcasts if i'm probably forward me something about him I probably remember. yeah um and what he said in his podcast is when he does hiring for like upper level uh management is he'll invite the candidate and their spouse to dinner with him and his spouse right for a couple of reasons one to see what they're like with their spousal dynamic yeah right if they get along if both parties get along and then to see if uh what he's hiring is married to crazy right because a lot of the time you can ha find someone who's incredibly motivated incredibly driven incredibly talented but their home life is a mess right yeah it's chaotic yeah yeah and that's going to as much as people always say, like, you know, leave your leave your personal life at the door, things like that, that's not reasonable or even yeah. realistic, right? So <clears throat> I think that right there is a good way of finding good team members. Because honestly, when you hire someone on, you're yeah. hiring on their spouse too. Right. So I don't know. That's a, you, Yeah, well, you are. I mean, and I think that's, you know, really, you know, up to the person and it's very controllable as well. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my opinion on, on that is, you know, that's going way beyond that. I've never, well, I have done the dinner thing with the spouse before, but that's mm -hmm. actually after I hire. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to a next level. And I think that uh, it does, it is good if it works for them. Mm -hmm. I found that, you know, regardless of what's going on at home if somebody is really good you know they can actually control how the conversations are yeah and uh, the best way to control the conversations number one you know and I learned this from a friend of mine um, 
you know, who has a who has a pretty large plumbing company in Salt Lake City, and and uh, he said, you know, whenever he got team members, he would coach them and say, hey, listen, when you come to work, and let's say you have issues at home, right? Mm-hmm. Don't come to your coworkers and vent those issues, right? 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 Because if you come in and you vent your issues about your spouse, about your children, or or whatever, mm-hmm. guess what they're gonna tell you? You know, why are you still with them? You know, why are you mm-hmm. putting up with that? Yeah. Why don't you leave? What they're everyone's gonna right. want your best and is gonna probably give you or plant some negative seeds in your mind. Right. Right. And vice versa. When you go home and you have a frustrated day. Mm-hmm. and things haven't worked out all that great, don't go to your wife and vent about right. all of the bad stuff at work that happened because guess what your wife is going to do? And tell you, yeah. why are you still working there? Mm-hmm. Why don't you leave? Why don't you get out of there? You yeah. deserve so much better, right? right? And then you find that person going from job to job to job, never mm-hmm. really finding yeah. the true place because right. they constantly are bringing that problem to work mm-hmm. and then they're taking the reverse problem back home. Yep. So have big gates, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're driving home and you had a bad day, you know, like park your car, you know, get out, you know, scream or something, mm-hmm. you know, like yep. do something to let out that energy, <laughs> that bad energy, you yep. know, and then compose yourself, go home and be, yeah. you know, 100%, right? Right, right. like uh, go on your commute home, stop by the gym, slam some weights, get yeah. the aggression out, go home, have a nice family dinner. Yeah. So, you know, because what, you shouldn't bring negativity wherever you go. No, right? you shouldn't take that so, back and forth. No. And I know it's hard to do because we always want to share with our spouse mm-hmm. and yeah. our coworkers everything that's going on because we feel like, you know, that's a good thing because, mm-hmm. you know, just share the positive moments. Yeah. And the negative ones will go away, no, you know, that's if you 100%. keep bringing on the, the positive ones. So, um yeah, I, you know, that's, that's what I, I think is the right thing to do. I mean, I don't, you know, like interview wives or anything before I hire mm-hmm. somebody, but I do uh, believe that if we're careful on what we take home and we're careful on what we yeah. bring to work, that we'll actually have a really good. And I think that if we get better ourselves, mm-hmm. then the people around us get better. So, yeah. you know, if you have a really bad relationship at work, mm-hmm. right, and you're not getting along with anybody, you know, look in the mirror and go, right. how can I, how can I be better right. so the people around me are better with me? Yeah. Right. There's a, then, yeah. No, there's a old saying, maybe it's not old. I don't know. And I'm going to censor it because yeah. this is a family show. Um, if you run into like one or two jerks a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably ran into some jerks. Yeah. If everybody you run into is a jerk, it's probably you. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, and and the thing is to tie all this back into teamwork is you have to build a team of like-minded people, and constantly improving yourselves, right? Um, what like we what we were talking about in book club today with uh, we're right now we're doing good to great and we were on the level five leadership. Yeah. Right. So if we can create a core group of level five leaders to build up the team to be level five leaders or adjacent to. Yeah. then that teamwork is we're all going to be pushing in the same direction because they care more about the results and the end goal than the personal accolades or the all the getting all the credit right, right. 
And when one when someone in a team right gets all the credit for something, and it was a group effort, well, what do the rest of the team think about that person? Yeah, right. It's it's gonna destroy any team dynamics. Absolutely. So, but, and then positive results for all just naturally stem from good teamwork. Yeah. So, yeah. and then of course there's the last part of the uh, teamwork uh, value, which is. Together, we have fun in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we, yeah, having fun in the process is extremely important. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. everybody likes to have fun. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know anybody that really doesn't. Some people have way too much fun. <laughs> right. Right. And then we can't judge other people's like yeah. what they find fun because that just might be sitting in a corner somewhere reading a book. Um, right. Right. So, which does sound pretty fun. But uh, you've already mentioned the uh, the champion club yeah i mean we do the annual dinner at Mm -hmm. you know on the on the holidays and Mm -hmm. you know we do an award ceremony and um you know i i I think we have a lot of fun i mean Mm -hmm. you know it's uh it's it's basically the destiny it's it's the it's where you're traveling with the people you're with that you have to enjoy and love right um and if you have that and you're in the right culture and everybody's Mm -hmm. like kind of wired the same and believes in the same stuff yeah uh, then I think that makes it fun right but when you come into an organization where your beliefs are so different from everybody else's mm-hmm. you know I don't think you're gonna have fun no or you can no. even force yourself to have fun in that organization so no. it's just being with like-minded individuals that believe in the same things you believe in right um, and and you know together you come up with new beliefs right? Right. And that's another thing. I mean, you know, just um, getting better together, mm-hmm. you know, discovering things together. Yeah. You know, so. No. The, uh, one of the benefits of good teamwork is not only the the fun that you have in the process with it, because you get to know your team, you get to do things with them, you get to, like, shoot the breeze, right? Yeah. In downtime and, you know, however you want to do that, either, like, with jokes or whatever. But... If a couple members of the team decide to go out and, like, develop themselves in one way, in a positive way, mm-hmm. that will reflect on the rest of the team and bring everybody up, up with them. Right. Right? As long as they share it and everything else. Because, well, if if it's true that you become the average of the five people that you associate most with, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, a lot of us, the people we associate most with is people at work. Exactly. Right. So if we're all bettering ourselves, the team is the team is going to grow exponentially. And I don't mean in numbers, but I mean in capabilities and skills and in cohesiveness. Right. Yeah. So anything you want to add on teamwork? Um, I just think it's one of our, you know, even though it's one of the last values mm-hmm. in our, you know, values first, it's a very important one. Yep. And I believe that everybody, everybody is really good at something and if you can bring something to the table and your team member brings something else and mm-hmm. together you'll you'll have way better results than yeah. you know out there trying to do everything alone right and and the other thing is that um, you know like you know teamwork you know is is also really important you know to uh, personal development I mean mm-hmm. I think most companies that stay as you know like a individual that you know a chuck in the truck or a guy 
you know, and a team stays really small mm-hmm. is because the the guy that's heading the team or the person heading the team is so into perfection, mm-hmm. you know, that they can't get teamwork together, right. you know. So right. if you want to have a great team, you know, you have to believe in progress over perfection. Yeah. Because most of the time people don't have a big team is because they want everything done perfectly. Mm-hmm. And they will not trust anyone else to do it because yeah. the only person that could do it really perfectly is themselves. Right. So you got to get beyond yourself if you want to create a big team mm-hmm. and you want to create a great team that's going to take you further. 100%. You know, so believe in progress, okay, and um, perfection, <laughs> you know, is not so great when you're trying to build a big team. Right, right. There's a... There's a saying within vegan circles of all of all things, where it's don't let perfect be the enemy of great, right? Because like vegans, they don't eat animal products or wear animal products or anything like yeah. that, um, going beyond plant-based diets and everything else. So when they accidentally like get get like a piece of meat or a piece of dairy or whatever on their things, and they feel guilty about it, unknowingly eating this thing, yeah, right? It's like all right, don't let perfect be the enemy of everything else that you're doing. That's right. So it's uh, just, I've only heard that saying within vegan circles. Wow. So, but it, it goes directly into this. Yeah. So Progress, not perfection. Yeah, right? 100%. <laughs> awesome. So um, before we let you go, i got to remind you of the fee. Uh, the fee is to rate, review, and share this show so we can make the show grow and get it into the ears and minds of more people. So with that, that's all we have this week. Great. So thank you. Great to be here, David. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we'll have you we'll have to have you come on again. Awesome. So all right guys. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>